Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is... Be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. It's free. Hop on it. Seriously? It's that easy. Seriously, it's that easy. Just hop on it. All you got to do is go to the website, click on the free coaching call, and set yourself up. Make 2019 the best year of your life. So you can look back and say, thank you, past me. I should have done that earlier. Seriously. Thank you, past me. Yeah, it's past me. Future right? you is going to think past you. Yeah, that's a time paradox right there. Whoop, confused, what? cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> what? Confused, cross-eyed. I no, love dude, it. I mean, seriously, it's that easy. That's the name of today's episode. Because seriously, it's most, that easy. most things in your life are that easy. You, we, tend to complicate things. We do. We're human beings. It's what we like to do. The things that are too simple are just that. They're too simple. We have to complicated for whatever reason we have to make excuses and decide what we're gonna do and why we have to do this and why this has a priority over this instead of just you know buckling down and doing right i mean that's that's really what it comes down to so we want to talk about three main questions for today's particular podcast one how do you make more money two how do i save more money and three how do i lose weight now we, All right. Yeah, I mean, we pick these questions because they're very common questions, right? These are things that many, many, many people ask on a regular basis. Sure. Yeah. Right. I mean, how to lose weight? That's everybody wants to know that. I mean, I could use, a, I could lose a few pounds myself. For sure. For sure. But I mean, these are this is a money making industry. You're talking about like fitness trainers and stuff like that. People go to people all the time. There's all kinds of diet plans. There are all kinds of this and all kinds of that. It's all there. Right. And in uh, in keeping with the title of today's podcast, you already know the answers to these questions. Seriously, it's that easy. Seriously, it's that easy. I mean, if you want to save more money, right? I mean, there's a bunch of ways we can do it, but it's easy. You already know how to do it. It's a very, very simple formula. You want to uh, tell us what that is? Okay, hold on. Ready? Take out your piece of paper, right? Let's uh, take out a pencil. Let's take notes because this is going to be a lot of note taking. Right, right. Very. There's a whole lot of information. A here. whole lot of information on how to save money. You ready? First thing you need to do is put money away first. Save you, first. You mean pay yourself first? Pay yourself first. Number one. Ready? Number two. Uh huh. Spend less money. Okay. And then number three, make more money. Oh. All right. End of notes. End of notes. That's it. 
You already know how to save money. Come on, dude. It's really not rocket science. It's not rocket science. Whoa. We we make it rocket science. We make it more complex than it actually is. We use all kinds of weird little gadgets and programs and things to save money, but we know how to save money. Now, the excuses are nice because they allow us to not save money. Yep. The excuses are cool because, well, I can't do that yet, or or this comes up, or life is this, or... Making choices that, whatever it is. I got birthdays, I got kids, it's Halloween, it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, it's another birthday, it's an anniversary, it's a this, it's a that, it's... Right? We got all the excuses in the book. So, I mean, how old are you today? Think about that, listeners. How old are you today? And if you're not where you want to be because you didn't save enough money, it's because you've been making these excuses every single day for the number of years that you've been alive, minus 20. Because the first 20 years maybe will give you as growing <laughs> minus up, 20. right? Whatever your sure. age is, minus 20, those years are the years that you've been procrastinating. Saving money is easy. It's those three steps. Pay yourself first, spend less, and make more. And that's it. But you haven't been doing that for whatever reason. I mean, look in the mirror and really, really, really be honest with yourself. Here's a question, though. Do you think that most people are really even educated and understand this very, very simple concept. I don't think it's a it's an education factor. I think the, some of the problem with saving money is the fact that they're trying, they, they don't know enough is an excuse. I don't know how to do that. Or I'm not good with money. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not mm-hmm. good at these types of things. Or my husband handles the money. Sure. I don't really know how, to, how this stuff works. Excuses, right? That, uh, to me, that's really what it comes down to is your own excuse, your own ego stopping you from making those things. Sure, sure. No, I mean, you're you're definitely right. I mean, that was just kind of a quick question. It's uh, not necessarily in our notes, but you're right. It doesn't necessarily take education. It's very, very common sense. If you want to save money, put that money away first. You get a paycheck, you put money away from it. You don't touch it, you leave it alone. No matter what happens throughout the month, that's your savings money. It stays where it is. Now, I'll give you this, though. The education level should increase. Your financial IQ will increase. Um, and then you'll be able to invest in different products. And I think education is important when you tr- when you turn around and take the money that you've been storing away mm-hmm. and you want to put it to work for you. Yeah, I think the education has to be there. But the problem is people want to jump into the what should I invest in when they never did the saving part first. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. They just want whatever money that they currently have to suddenly explode and grow, not really thinking about, well, you have to have like a nest egg. You have to have something put aside that is specifically put aside for the purposes of growth. Right. It's uh, it's not saving money. We want to say storing money, right? Right. We want to say storing money because it, it really isn't, uh, you know, you're saving for an emergency fund, but beyond that, you need to put money away to work for you. So that's step one is you want to save that money for the emergency fund. And then step two is save money for storage, store money for. And I would even go so far as to say step one, emergency fund. Step two, get out of debt. And step three, build your assets personally. But again, this is an argumentative type strategy thing. Again, this is one of those reasons why people make saving so complicated, right? Uh Because oh, well, should I pay off my debt first or should I invest in this? Should I buy rental properties? Should I put my money in a 401k? All these weird questions about what I should do with the money I save when they haven't saved it in the first place. Right. 
And that is where, you know, these things, these other questions, those are definitely good questions. But these questions are the types of things that stop people from doing the saving in the first place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. I mean, let's jump into losing weight. We'll go back to this stuff here towards the end after we we tell our story. (laughs) All right. We got a little story time. But losing weight. Ready? Let's take out the notes again. This Mm -hmm. is how you lose weight. You eat less crap and you move more. Eat less crap and move more. Eat less crap, move more. Put so, less stuff in your on, body. Hang on, hang on. To save money, all I got to do is save first, spend less, and then make more. That's it. To lose weight, all I got to do is eat less crap, eat less garbage, and move more. And move more. It's really that simple, right? We all know this, but we make up all these other things to avoid us from actually doing what we don't want to do when we don't want to do it at a high level, right? There's this diet, there's that diet, there's calorie counting, there's, you know, doing specific push-ups, putting this band around my waist that shocks my abs, like all these weird things that we do to cheat. Yeah, I remember trying one of those things one time actually, the uh the band around the waist. Yeah, that's things that, yeah, I know. Yeah. I did too. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. everybody goes for the easy button, but does it work? No, it usually makes you more lazy because you think you could just shock your way out of weight. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. You know what you have to do. You need to eat less crap. Stop putting the junk food in your body. Stop drinking those sodas. Stop drinking all that sugar, eating all that crap, and move more. And move more. It's really that easy. Seriously, it's that easy. More vegetables, more water, less junk. Get up and move. Get up and move. All right, how about the other one? Make more money. All right, how do I make more money? Because this is the real tricky one. I mean, you're talking about saving more. I got to save first, spend less, and then I got to make more. So how do I make more money? Real simple. You ready? All right, I got my notes. Okay, take notes. Here we go. Talk to more people about what you do. That's it. to more people about what I do. Talk to more people about what it is that you do. Huh. That is the simplicity of making more money. If more people know about you, if more people know what it is you do, if you can help more people, you're going to make more money. But what do we do? We don't talk to people. We send them mailers. We send them emails. We send them text messages. We put Facebook ads. We make cat videos. We do all kinds of everything else to avoid the one thing that will make us money, which is talking to more people. Like literally actually saying, hey, by the way, I am a real estate agent. I am a insurance agent. I am a carpenter. I am a mechanic. I am a this. I am a that. Whatever it is, right? We're so afraid of hearing some sort of judgment, some sort of no, some sort of hurtful thing that Mm -hmm. we have built up in our head that we don't get in front of people and talk to more people. All right. So I do have a little caveat here. All right. What if I am a manager of walmart or what if i am a cashier what if i flip burgers at mcdonald's you mean what if i'm an employee yeah it's not your boss's job to make you rich if you're an employee the only way you're going to make more money in your business or in your employment in your life is to make is to uh have a side hustle Well, that's how you're going to make money. But the only way you're going to earn more money in your job is to be of better service to those people within your company and move up the corporate ladder. But even that is capped. So, yes, when I say make more money, I'm talking about your own thing. You need to have a side hustle. Mm -hmm. You need to have your own little business. I don't care what it is, 
but it's going to require that little side hustle is going to require for you to talk to more people about what it is you do. So take your passion, whatever it might be, monetize it, monetize it. Right. All right. So really, really what it comes down to when we're talking about these things is the battle between active and passive selling, right? Seriously, is that easy is, is, you know, we're trying to make it as simple as possible and throw those little things that you intuitively already know, but you're doing things to avoid doing the thing that you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level. You're trying to become a passive selling person when really the active part is what gives you the results that you're looking for. The The active part is the simple part. The active part is the simple part that you already know. It's just you're not allowing yourself to do it. It's really it's it's ego that gets in the way. You're afraid to. You're stopping yourself. You're making all the excuses. But that active role that you have to take is the simple answer. Right. The active role is those push-ups that you need to do. You can read about doing push-ups. You can think about doing push-ups. You can put yourself in a good place where you're, you know, you're you're actively thinking about you're going to have wide push-ups, inside push-ups, one leg push-ups, decline push-ups. But all that is passive. Nothing happens until you actually get down and do the push-up. Mm-hmm. That's the active part. And we battle with that in our business lives. We're always looking for that easy button. Even I mean in today, you know, it's people are really prevalent on things like social selling. And that's not to say that putting ads on Facebook or or Google uh, pay-per-click or Instagram ads that they don't work. They're just supplementing what it is that you already do. If you're not actively going out and talking to people, then yeah, you can spend a lot of money on passive things, but after a while, you're going to spend your way into a hole and there's not an it's not a it's not a scalable type business. There's no way that's going to continue to grow at that level. There's a word that you just said which was supplement. We're not saying that passive advertising and passive marketing is all bad. It's not. It's going to put uh, your name out there. It's, it's a visual. It it's sort of a touch if you will. But that kind of passive marketing should be used to supplement your active marketing. Correct. Correct. Some people might say, you know what? I use Facebook ads to sell more product. That's great. But in your business, did you develop your distribution chain? Did you develop a product line? Did you talk to people about building the internal part of your business? So the social selling is giving you supplement. It's adding to the sales process. Mm -hmm. It's not the only part of the sales process. And too many entrepreneurs fall prey to the easy button fall prey to that passive thing because it's easy to do all i got to do is write the check mm-hmm. right but it doesn't and it does return some results so we're we fake ourselves out thinking oh i wrote a check and i got some sales that's cool but we don't sit down and actually do the numbers and say okay well what was my return on investment was i profitable this way or was my margin super small right right, right. and then that's the problem then you know that that is not scalable that's going to send you down the rabbit hole right so it's always a constant struggle way back in the day when uh, it was still a, a, an, an argument between marketing and prospecting, right? Prospecting is one of those active things that you do. It's knocking on doors. It's picking up the phone. It's talking to clients. That's actively prospecting. And in sales, you know, 10, 15 years ago, people would spend a ton of money on marketing material, a uh, i.e. the easy button, 
right? We'd spend a lot of money on marketing material to try to get more customers. And we'd fall prey to just spending a ton of money on marketing and hoping that customers would call us instead of actively prospecting, actively calling back our circle of, of influence, actively calling back our existing client database, actively going out and talking to new prospects. We take away the active part and we try to supplement it with the marketing part and then kaput goes the business. You got a pretty good story about that, don't you? I do. And if you go back way to one of our first episodes, we talk about our very first business, well, our very first actual corporation business, right? Which is uh, PC Cruisers, right? PC Cruisers, our old computer repair, mobile computer repair service. Right? It It was awesome. And we accidentally started that company. Yeah, more or less. That's because you got fired. It's because I got fired. Yeah. We were young, and back then, all you had to do was fog a mirror, and they would uh, give you a mortgage for a home. And guess what? We could fog a mirror. (laughs) So they gave us this house, right? We were 20, 21 years old, and they said, here's a mortgage. Here's a house. Go for it. And we were like, yeah, we had good jobs at the time. You were working at Cox, and then you done did something dumb. Yep. Flipped my truck. Flipped the truck and got fired. And now we have this mortgage payment to pay, and you got no job. And I got no job. So we decided to do something active. We made some flyers and every morning we got up, we knocked on doors and we left flyers and we talked to people about installing high-speed internet and fixing their computers. That's right. Right? Because that's what was going on at the time back then. We were, you know, back then it was all, you know, dial-up modem type stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was what, 2003, right? 2003, 2004. Uh, high-speed internet was still new technology. It was still new tech. Gosh, can you believe that? It's been like 15 years. Yeah, and we're just getting to the cusp of what the internet is. It's wild. It's wild. Anyway, uh, slightly off topic there, but anyway. So, So anyways, we took an active role, right? We were out there actively trying to look for business because we had a mortgage to pay, right? Yep. And so we, since we were actively out there doing it, guess what happened? We got business. We got a lot of business. We started filling up your calendar, you know, one appointment a day and then two and then three and then four. And then we realized, uh oh, I can't do four. You can't do four. <laughs> so we had to hire somebody. Right. And we we kept doing every morning. We'd go out. We'd pass out flyers. We talked to people and we got a little bit smarter about our marketing material. We started using door hangers with little stickers on them. Yep. People could take the stickers off, place them on their computer and Thanks call for us the idea pops. Yep. The old man gave us that idea. And so, you know, but we were actively out there doing it. We'd call our customers, make sure everything's okay. We'd, uh, we'd follow up with them after the transaction was complete. We were out there trying to drum up new business. We were being active in our business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then we got a little taste of the passive. The first thing was, I think the first thing was Yellow Pages. Mm, I'm pretty sure it was Penny Saver. Could have been Penny Saver. I think you're right. I think it was Penny Saver. I think it Penny Saver with approached Penny us Saver. and they said, you know, you guys are out there passing out door hangers and that's great. But if you put an ad in our magazine. The same type of, uh, you know, about the same size as the door hanger. Yeah, but if you put an ad in our magazine, we'll distribute this to 40,000 people. And that's you couldn't hit forty thousand people in a week at the rate that you're going. No, and we're like, we're like, oh, okay, that That totally makes sense. Let's do that. Of course, they charged you a, you know, nominal nominal fee, (laughs) (laughs) right? All of a sudden, our marketing budget increased. Marketing budget increased, and but at first, it it was was good, right? At first, 
we were getting calls coming in. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. first, it was a good thing. We were yeah. new. We were different. It was something that was not normal. This was, in- this was by the way, before uh, Geek Squad. I'm pretty sure we predated the Geek Squad. Yeah. At least in a in a mass marketing scale. And, you know, I mean, you're right. Like, it, it blew up. You know, we, we got our name out to 40,000 people. And at that point, it's just a numbers game, right? When we were walking for whatever, what, three hours a day, uh, first thing in the morning, we'd get out there. We'd we'd hand walk all of these hand all of these flyers. There were only so many houses that we can hit in a three hour period. Right, right. There's only so many, so it became really a numbers game. So we're hitting forty thousand homes, and we're seeing these results, and we're skyrocketing. We're just like blowing up business. This is great. This is great. This is great. The problem is. We were also not really paying attention to our numbers because we're young and dumb, like entrepreneurs that get started at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And we saw money coming in and we were paying bills, but we had enough money coming in to pay the bills. So in our minds, we're good. That's right. Right? We're not paying attention to what's going on in the business. We're falling prey. Slowly, we're falling prey to the easy button. Right. And after that, we ended up doing mailers. And after that, we got into yellow pages. And after that, we multiple, got into multiple Verizon yellow pages, yellow pages yep. and, and yellow book and all these different things. Oh, yeah. And all of these things had contracts then, tied to them. And then we got a store. Oh, and then we got a retail store. Because then why we, not? I mean, we figured if people are walking by or driving good. by, they yeah, can see us. That's right. And that's they can right. stop by. And before you know it, we're way over the top on our marketing budget and our overhead. Our mm-hmm. fixed overhead is so high that we're starting to notice that there's money coming in, but there's a lot mm. of money going out. A lot more going out than was coming in. And there was something that we could have done to fix all of this. I mean, there were a number of things that we could have done to fix all of this. But the one that gets to me the most, and the reason why it gets to me the most is because we relied on our passive advertising and our passive marketing and we were so passive that we thought just having a store location would be like this game-changing thing what we forgot was how we started we forgot about our active role that we took and we stopped calling our customers we had this huge database of customers and we didn't call them we didn't follow up with them we didn't see how they were doing we didn't offer more services we didn't do anything we didn't ask for referrals we didn't ask for referrals we shot ourselves in the foot because we took the easy path because we tried to take the easy path we tried to do the easy button and that's the problem with most businesses when they first get started they fall prey to the easy button. Why? Because when you're on when you're in business for yourself, it's hard work, dude. It is. It's difficult. You got to get up. You got to do the marketing. You got to make the phone calls. You're the chief cook and bottle cleaner. You're doing it all. But it's also bringing you in the results. And no. that's why when we talk about seriously it's that easy, it's because you got to go back to the core, the thing you intuitively know. The thing mm-hmm. that is going to get you the success that you want, you already know how to do it. The only reason our first company did well in the first place is because we were doing the work that we didn't want to do when we didn't want to do it, and we're doing it daily at a high level. We were, before we even knew this mantra. Before we knew the mantra. And if we could go back in time, we'd talk to ourselves as, as young kids, right? As young, early 20s and say, dude, go back. If we had this podcast or something like this to tell us, 
Focus your attention on the beginning. This is how you got here. Focus your attention on that. You already have a client base. Focus your attention on them. Grow internally. Do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at a high level. We could have been different. You know, there's a couple of things. I think there's a couple of things. One, it's, yeah, sure, it's the podcast and having that information. But let me tell you this. We did have that advice. We did have that information. The old man was whispering in our ear telling us that. You want to know what we didn't have? Coaching. We didn't have somebody that was keeping us accountable. That's true. Because nobody sat around and say, what were your sales like? What were your expenses like? Nope. Where did your, what's your return on investment with this marketing next? Nobody sat down and said, how many calls did you make today? How many referrals did you get today? How many customers did you follow up with? Nothing. None of that. None of that. None of that. We could have really benefited from a coach. And so can a lot of people out there. So can a lot of people. And that's what we're doing with our agents right now. Uh, I love the success stories that we're hearing on our Motivational Mondays. How cold calling is working. And, you know, following up with my clients is working. And following up with the underwriters. It's working. It's working. It's working. You know what's funny? I feel like saying, surprise, surprise. (laughs) Right? Seriously, guys. It's that easy. It's that easy. The thing that stops us again is ourselves, right? We don't want to do what we don't want to do. Our ego is stopping us from doing those things, right? So let's go back to the what we started with, right? Saving money. Now let's complicate things. Oh, I don't know how to save money. I know. I'll download this app that puts my change into these... uh, Mm. I don't care what, into a savings account or into a, an investment account or into Acorn. whatever. Acorn's one of them. Yep. Right? Oh, I got one. Let's do the My 10 Challenge. Oh, yeah. Anytime I get a $10 bill, I'm going to put it away. That's one I do, by the way. Right? So I'm only going to save $10 bills. Oh, I got another one. I'm going to put money in my 401k or, or my IRA or I'm going to buy rental properties. Right? All these I'm going to's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we don't actually do it. We're yeah. focusing our attention on the big picture instead of starting on the small thing. I was going to say, like, none of these are bad ideas. None, none of, of these are bad. None of them. But you have to do it. You have to start with something. You have to start with that small thing. Pay yourself first, spend less, and then make more. Y'all. Right? If you do those things, you're going to save the money that you need to save so that you can decide at that point. Do you want to put it in an IRA and put it in the market? Do you want to put it into rental properties? Do you want to be the bank and maybe fund small little startups? The choice is going to be up to you, but you have no choice if you have no savings. Right. It's really that simple. Stop getting in your own way. It's really that easy. All right. How about losing weight? Let's complicate that one a little bit. All right. Well, I got the keto diet. I could go that route. I could do the Atkins diet. Uh, I could do paleo. I can count my calories. I can just. I could go vegan or maybe just vegetarian. But you know what? I'm gonna only do it on the weekends. Uh, Cause I gotta I, have my cheat days. I gotta have my cheat days. Yeah. Cause, you know that's tough. And I can't work out every day. I, right. You know I. I can't do it on Wednesdays because I gotta pick up the kids. Oh, mm-hmm. and Fridays because it's pizza night. So right. I don't. You know nope. I don't want to lose that. Obviously. Right. That's what ends up happening for most of us when we're trying to lose weight. We know what we have to do. Eat less crap, which is processed food. Drink water. Oh, but I like soda. Oh, but I drink Gatorade. Oh, but you know, I got to have my whatever it is. Mm. Insert something not good for you there. (laughs) Something not good. Right. And move more. That's it. Just stop sitting in a chair. Stand up at your desk. Take the stairs. 
dedicate a half an hour. Maybe you want to listen to music or maybe you want to listen to the Business Bros podcast. It's only 30 minutes. Right. Use that time to run. Better yourself, right? Use your time wisely. Move, drink water, and eat less crap. If you can't run, walk. If you can't rock, if you can't walk, bike. If you can't bike, get an elliptical. Do something. Do something and stop cheating. You're stop really cheating. only cheating on yourself. That's right. Or or here's the big or. Don't complain. Oh. Accept your body for what it is. Accept your health for what it is. Because you've chosen to be here. There are some circumstances, right, where, you know, things happen, cancer, you know, those sorts of things. Those are mm-hmm. out of your control, mm-hmm. right? Those are sure, out of your control. Sure. But everything else, if you're overweight, it's because you chose to do that for the most part. <laughs> hey, it's, all right, fair enough. It's the truth, right? Because we could be, some people, it's more difficult than others, but sure. we all know we can do it. Sure, sure, sure. Right? I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that loosely, loosely defined. But yeah, I mean, the bottom line is if you have an issue with, you know, your weight and you want to change that, it's a simple formula to change it. Now, are you going to have the same body as the person next to you? I mean, Absolutely some, not. some people we all are come just in built differently. Yeah, that, that's yeah. just what it is. So some people are just, you know, larger built and that's fine. It is what it is. But you can manage your weight and be, you know, healthy and yeah, etc. Can not going to yeah. get into that. Are you going to be The Rock or are you going to be Ryan Reynolds, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Two totally different pot- body types. Right, but both of them can be healthy. For sure. All right. So <laughs> lastly, let's finish this one off. How are we going to make more money? Let's complicate making more money. Uh, go ahead. Start us, start us <laughs> off. Uh, everything that stops you from making more money is the thing that you're complicating, right? This is mailers. This is uh, sending out a drip campaign. This is everything that you're doing that is not getting you in front of the customer, that's getting you away from the customer, that's pushing you aside from the customer. Those are all the things that are complicating. All you got to do to simplify it is do a few little things. You got to lead generate, which means you got to get in front of the customer and talk to them. You got to follow up, which means you got to get in front of the customer and talk to them. Mm. You got to pre-qualify, which means you got to get in front of the customer and talk to them. You got to present, which means you got to get in front of the customer and talk to them. You got to negotiate, which means you got to get in front of the customer and talk to them. And you got to close, which is the best part of getting in front of the customer and talking to them. Wow. So basically what you're telling me is I got to get in front of the customer and talk to them. Uh, You know, I may have said it once or twice, (laughs) right? But those drip systems, the mailers, the social selling, the click-through ratio, the conversions, all those things can help you make more money. There's supplements to those things. But they're not the primary thing. The primary thing is the thing you're trying to avoid, which is get in front of the customer and talking to them. Wow. All right. That didn't get drilled in nearly enough for everybody. One more time. <laughs> All you got to do <laughs> is get in front of the customer and talk to them about what you it. do, right? I love it. And remember this. If you generate, you do not have to tolerate. If you learn to generate leads, if you have customers coming in because you're not afraid to talk to them about what it is you do, you don't have to tolerate all the crap, right? You don't have to tolerate those bad customers. You don't have to tolerate those weird customers. You don't have to tolerate the hours that they want to contact you. You only work from a certain time to a certain time. But the only way that works is if you learn to generate. If you're getting in your own way, Mm. if you're avoiding talking to customers, you're not generating. And guess what? Every deal looks tasty like a steak. Because you're starving. Oh. I'd rather look at a steak and say I'm not hungry than look at a steak and say I need that. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd rather look at a steak and say I'm not hungry than, like, dog food and be like, oh, my God, I'm starving. Exactly. How about that? That makes it easy. There and, you go. And just like today's podcast, seriously, it's that easy. Seriously, it's that easy. Quick shout out to all of our agents who are kicking butt out there. Uh, not going to call anybody out by name on the podcast, but those of you who are on Motivation Monday, you all heard it, man. It's been going really great. So shout out to all of you for all the hard work that you're doing. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. And for the rest of you, you want to get into the coaching program, you want to at least get a one-on-one coaching call, make sure you go to our website, www.seasfirst.com, S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com, click on the free coaching link. And if you have any other questions, anything in general, maybe you don't want to have a coaching call, you just kind of want to send us an email, you can do that too. You can email me, Hernan, at csfirst.com or James at csfirst.com. Follow us on Twitter at Business Bros Pod or on Facebook at CS First. That's all I got for you guys today. Peace. Bye bye. And I'm out. <laughs>